We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. So running back depth is reportedly on the way as the Ravens are expected to officially sign veteran Kenyon Drake today. Yeah, we'll break down what Baltimore is getting in Drake and how he might fit into Greg Roman's offense. I'm Bobby Trossett with Sarah Ellison. It's Wednesday, August 31st, and this is your morning Ravens vault. All 32 teams solidified their initial 53-man rosters on Tuesday, and we have our initial observations on how the Ravens carved out theirs. Plus, tight ends Mark Andrews and Isaiah Likely both met with local media Tuesday, and let's just say they're both very fond of one another. We have all of that and more coming up. Thanks for waking up with the Morning Vault, where you get the most important Ravens news in just 15 minutes. All right, Bobby, there's expected to be a new Raven in town at some point today. Tell us what is going on with Baltimore's running back room. Yes, Sarah, according to multiple national reporters, including senior NFL insider from CBS Sports HQ, Josina Anderson, the Ravens are bringing in veteran running back Kenyon Drake, whose physical reportedly went, quote, seamlessly yesterday at the team's facilities. All right, so that explains some of the roster moves made by Eric DaCosta in the front office, but we'll dive into those specifics next. So first, catch us up to speed on Drake as a player for those who aren't familiar. Yeah, so Drake is the Miami Dolphins' former third-round selection from 2016 out of Alabama. He's had stints with three different organizations over his six seasons in the NFL to date, including the Arizona Cardinals and Las Vegas Raiders. Matter of fact, over a three-year span from 2018 to 2020, Drake logged over 3,200 total yards and posted 27 touchdowns. Sarah, the 28-year-old was even off to a solid start again last season before a broken right ankle sidelined him his final five games. Yeah, productivity doesn't seem to be much of an issue for Drake. I mean, three 1,000-yard seasons in a row is quite nice. But how he comes back from the broken ankle remains to be seen, especially with the amount of NFL miles he has under his belt. So, Bobby, how do you see Drake fitting into Baltimore's running back room from the get-go? Yeah, so for starters, the Ravens have yet to solidify J.K. Dobbins' status for week one of this regular season as he continues working back from last summer's torn ACL. Then we know for sure that Gus Edwards won't be available until week five at the earliest, 
after the team placed him on the reserve PUP list last week as he too recovers from an ACL tear. Sarah, that leaves veteran Mike Davis and fourth-year back Justice Hill, both of whom are capable, don't get me wrong, but not as proven and productive as Drake has been in recent years. So assuming that Dobbins is on a pitch count if he's able to go week one, I can honestly see Drake contributing to Baltimore's attack right away if his ankle gives him a chance to. Yeah, and Bobby, as we both know, a surplus of running backs is never a bad thing in Baltimore. Still to come here on The Vault, I'll offer my notable takeaways from roster cutdown day. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. So as we've mentioned, the Ravens had to trim their roster down to 53 by Tuesday's deadline at 4 p.m. Eastern. We'll get to a couple of surprises in a little bit, but Sarah, can you first give us a big picture look at Baltimore's moves? Yeah, for sure. Okay, so overall, John Harbaugh in the front office had to cut 25 players. And Bobby, I think it's important to make a quick note that these guys, these are 25 guys who have worked their butts off all summer and their NFL dreams may be coming to an end. So we want to give best wishes to all of them, whether they continue fighting to keep their NFL dreams alive or look to pursue other endeavors. Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, it certainly never hurts to humanize the players and At the end of the day, this is their livelihoods one way or another. So, Sarah, at the same time, what are some of your biggest takeaways? Okay, so I'd say the two biggest takeaways are, number one, the Ravens are nowhere close to being done moving roster pieces around. And then number two, at least for now, there are some very, very lopsided position groups on the roster. So, for example, the Ravens only kept three outside linebackers. Bobby, that is pretty Thin. I mean, very thin. And then meanwhile, they kept five tight ends, five inside linebackers, and then get this, 11 offensive linemen. Now, the Ravens have gone into the season with at least one or two guys fewer 
at each of those positions in the past. Yeah, those are pretty unusual numbers, Sarah. But what were some of the surprises in those specific groups to make it so lopsided? Okay, so for one, a surprise was that the Ravens waived second-year outside linebacker Dalen Hayes, but they waived him with an injury designation. I don't think anyone outside of the Ravens saw that move coming. Now, if he clears waivers, he would revert to the Ravens injured reserve list, but he won't be able to return this year because he wasn't on the initial active roster. So for now, all they have at the position is Odafe Owe, Justin Houston, and David Ojabo. Yeah, and isn't Ojabo expected to be placed on injured reserve soon? So that would leave them with two outside linebackers, no? (laughs) Well, yes and no. Yes, he's expected to be moved to IR, but I do think the Ravens will sign another outside linebacker or two before the season opener. So for example, they cut veteran Stephen Means, but that may have just been one of those handshake moves that we've been talking about as they do some roster gymnastics. And He could be back in a day or two, whether that's on the active roster or on the practice squad. I also wouldn't rule out a free agent signing or a trade. Let's not forget, Jason Pierre-Paul is still out there after visiting Baltimore during the offseason. And what about the offensive line and tight end rooms? Why are they keeping so many there? Yeah, seriously. Well, the surprise move along the line is keeping center Tristan Colon. My guess is the Ravens are bracing for a scenario where Ronnie Stanley isn't ready week one. And maybe they want Patrick McCary to either start at left tackle if Stanley can't go, or at the very least be a backup swing tackle for both of those tackle spots. So instead of being the backup center, it would be Cologne who takes that job. But I'm not ruling out a potential trade along this offensive line with either Cologne or one of their many guards. So I'll just say this 11-man offensive line group feels temporary, and I expect it to shrink. Meanwhile, at tight end, they will almost certainly move Charlie Kohler to IR, but it was still surprising that they kept Josh Oliver. Now, that's not a knock on Oliver. He's played pretty well throughout the summer. It's just, Bobby, it's a lot of depth. But this is a tight end-centric pass game, So, hey, if the Ravens are going to go all in with this game plan, they are really going all in. So let's just buckle up and get ready for the ride. You also mentioned a handshake deal with Stephen Means. Are there any other veterans who were cut but could still have a chance to return soon? Yes, definitely. I expect Brett Urban to be re-signed, and they may even get a couple vets on the practice squad if those vets don't get offers elsewhere. I think that list includes Tony Jefferson and Kevon Seymour. Now, Sarah, there, of course, are some fans out there who were disappointed to not see any of the young undrafted wide receivers make the team. Is there any chance they make the practice squad, though? Yeah, definitely. Makai Polk, Benjamin Victor, and Raleigh Webb are all candidates for the practice squad if they don't get claimed off waivers. Then Shamar Bridges, he was waived but with an injury designation. So if he clears waivers, he would revert to IR for the season. And he just posted Tuesday night that he's going to have surgery. So I doubt that he's going to get claimed elsewhere. I also think Beatty, who you mentioned earlier, was a surprise cut, but he did only average 2.8 yards per carry during the preseason. So I'm guessing the Ravens were willing to take a chance on him passing through waivers and being a candidate for the practice squad. And if not, there's a lot of running backs out there that are kind of on par with Beatty's talent level. And then finally, I know Ardarius Washington was a growing fan favorite. It'll be interesting to see if he gets claimed or if he can make it back to Baltimore. 
Okay, and just to reassure listeners with the whole lopsided numbers conversation, this will not be the makeup of the roster in even just 24 hours from right now, right? Yeah, that's exactly right. So there may be some legitimate concerns, especially at that outside linebacker group, but I need to see how this all shakes out. Eric DaCosta has got to have some stuff up his sleeve, and I think the Kenyon Drake signing is just the start of it. One more question from me before we move on, Sarah. We have to hold ourselves accountable on this show. You gave your 53-man predictions earlier this week. I think you did. No, you definitely did. How close were you to getting them all right? Well, it wasn't my best year, but it definitely wasn't my worst either. I accurately predicted 50 of the 53 roster spots. I didn't think they would cut Beatty as a draft pick just a few months ago. Instead, I had them cutting Mike Davis in a handshake deal, and I thought they would bring him back later. But I also didn't expect them to keep the extra tight end or the extra center. I had those slots going to Hayes, didn't know he was that badly injured, and Isaiah Mack. But I have to say, I am pretty proud of my Christian Welch decision to keep him on the roster. I didn't see many people predicting that he'd stick, but I feel like you always have to make one roster prediction solely based on special teams when John Harbaugh is your head coach. Okay, 50 out of 53. We can live with that here on The Vault. Hopefully the listeners will agree. All right, Bobby, you know fans are fired up about this one because pretty much anything having to do with Isaiah Likely and how he's going to fit into this Greg Roman offense just fires them up. He and Mark Andrews met with local media Tuesday. Was there anything worth sharing? I mean, yeah, if you don't mind hearing two dynamic tight ends rave about one another, yeah, this is for you. Andrews reiterated just how impressed he's been with Baltimore's rookie out of Coastal Carolina. I've said it before, like he's just got a natural football gift. You know, not many people have that. He doesn't play like a rookie. I try to tell you all he's got, you know, he's, he's just got that it factor to him. So he's going to be big for our offense, man. So I'm excited about him. He's going to continue to grow, but his game is already very, very high. He doesn't play like a rookie. So, you know, it's going to be great to have him in there playing with him. And, um, and making plays. And Sarah, since I know you're loving every bit of this, Andrews wasn't done there either. He's got a great feel. He's got a great feel. He's got quick feet. You know, he wins his one-on-ones. He finds his zones. There's really not much you know he can't do, and he's a very, very willing blocker. You know, He's going to continue to get better and better at that. So he's a complete tight end. I know he's kind of already you know in Baltimore. Everybody knows him, but he's going to shock the world. Yeah, it's hard not to be intrigued with Likely, but enough with 89. What about the rookie himself? What did Likely have to say? So he was asked if it was at all over overwhelming early on as he tried to wrap his head around Baltimore's sophisticated offense when it comes to tight end duties. Here's what he had to say. It did at first and then you get out to practice and you see Mark Andrews and you see what he does in the offense and it just shows like when you have a playmaker like Mark it's hard to stay away from the playbook when you get in game so I as much as I can I try to you know be a sponge when I see Mark on the field and try to pick his brain as much as possible so in game I already have his thoughts mixed with my thoughts, and it's a dangerous combination. It is past time. I need week one. I'm over preseason football. I can't wait for this all to start. And, Bobby, it'll be very interesting to see the way Greg Roman uses these two in multiple tight end sets. Yeah, for sure. And, Sarah, we'll finish here. Likely even gave a little glimpse into what those could potentially be like. I mean, I feel like it's going to be fantastic. I mean, in practice, we definitely have our days where we're just – on, on clicking every play in and play out. And there's obviously days where we got to fine tune some things. But I felt like for the most part, we play off of each other. And uh, as much as I can help him and as much as he can help me, that's definitely going to be a win for the offense at the end of the day. 
And before we jump, some other quick news items that you need to know, beginning with Isaiah Mack getting cut. Perhaps it's because rookie Travis Jones is ahead of schedule in his rehab from a sprained knee. Ravens coach Anthony Weaver had this to say about Jones. That kid is incredible. So the same youthful enthusiasm you see out here on the football field, he attacks the training room the same way. So I wouldn't be shocked to see him defy the odds of what they essentially, the timetable they've given him. Uh, he's not a kid I'm counting out. And Lamar Jackson's personal QB coach, Adam Dedeau, was at Ravens practice Tuesday. According to the Athletics' Jeff Zreback, the plan was always to have Dedeau in town early in camp and then again close to the start of the season. Elsewhere, former Ravens cornerback Tavon Young was placed on the Chicago Bears' injured reserve list. And finally, Ronnie Stanley still has not returned to practice after being activated off the PUP list Friday. Meanwhile, wide receiver James Prochet was back after missing a couple weeks with a soft tissue issue, and both wide receiver Devin Duvernay and our guy, cornerback Pepe Williams, were also back at practice. Thanks for listening to the Morning Ravens Vault. We created our show to keep you plugged into all things Ravens. If you've been enjoying our show, please consider subscribing, leaving a five-star rating, and sharing it with a friend. By the way, we can also be reached by email via BaltimoreRavensVault at gmail.com. And that's all the time we've got today, but we will be back Wednesday morning with the Ravens news you need to know. So come on back and start your day with us here on the Ravens Vault. Ravens Vault.